0: women's power to heal Mother Earth I am Maya to worry in the present state of crises in our world and our own inner environs what is called for now is a calm that is earned and fought for a calm that years of arduous work and commitment to living in awareness can generate. And even if we have not put in the commitment to living in moment-to-moment awareness of everything that's within and without, we can begin to do so now. In this present moment of immense personal and planetary crises, we must call upon our self-peace, Ahimsa, the work that I have become known for through the peace mandala, mandalas that we have created around the world in the Living Ahimsa Tour for many years now. In keeping ease with ourselves, with our family, and the hearth of our home, this is not an easy accomplishment, but it is the antithesis of wars, conflict, bitterness, grief, and all of the tentacles of evil which are currently unfolding on Mother Earth. Did you know that we hold the immense power of the sun in terms of light? And there is way more light than darkness they're not parallel to each other, but they do seamlessly meet as we do with the negatives and positives in our own lives. And if the sun, this brilliant illumined planet can hold 50 billion Earths, imagine how massive the light, the abode of the sun, the abode within us is. As a human person, we understand that we are fallible, subject to disease, despair, dying. But beyond that is our spirit, which is immutable. We do hold as much light as planet sun. That light is reflected in our awareness and the growth of our consciousness through awareness. This actually means that as human beings we can do anything that we set our hearts and souls to doing. The most difficult sometimes is creating self-peace when the vista around us appears bleak, unpromising and hopeless. There have been many junctures in my own life when I have had to face utter devastation of body, health, mind and spirit. The most recent occurs here in Albuquerque, New Mexico where forced upon my living environment is an air-conditioned magnetic field that I am living in while I am being targeted as a nuclear guinea pig with Numerous injections I believe to be of smart dust. My body in the last eight months since moving here has been riddled with injections. The only reason I tell you of some of my experience is that I want you to know that if I can pull together the strength to speak these truths, while paying the price for being human and surviving it because of this massive light within our immutable spirit. A light that I have had to seek out only to find that it was always there. A light that has given me the beacon to traverse the deep and difficult terrain of the cavernous vortex of suffering pain as you know from my prior episodes the most recent of my dilemma have been to become a target of some covert group, perhaps governmental, perhaps non-governmental, perhaps there's only one major architect whom I cannot name that is at the helm of all of this. But during the impossible painful times in our lives, where we, there appears to be no social or political justice where millions of targeted populations have no control over these massively funded evil covert activities that destroy life, denigrate the sanctity of our own bodies and spirit, I have had to reach into the very core of my tissues, my DNA, my ancestral weight to pull on the resilience for self-peace. You can do it too. Unfortunately, there are many less of us who go through these immense, massively put upon sufferings and appalling actions that denigrate our lives. But at whatever level we are suffering, at whatever level we have had to endure difficulty, the loss of loved ones, the loss of our own economic wellness, the loss of our own health, the loss of our own mental stability, whatever the loss may be. Understand the word ahimsa and in action. It means to be the guardian to serve the purpose of the sacral staff of life, which we must protect. Regardless of and because of the horrific reality of wars, inner and outer, and the degradation of our pure Mother Nature, all of these things, the degradation of our own lives, the veil that has been pulled upon our eyes and conscience and awareness that shrouded us from seeing truth and knowing the very depth of the nobility of our own souls and spirit. But how do we reach for Ahimsa? Ahimsa is not only about the nonviolence. It is most of all about self-peace. It is about understanding that there is karma. And in the principle of karma, which comes from the ancient wisdom tradition of the Vedas of India, we are told that negative events, be they personal or universal, are preceded by the rising of past karmas. The whole samskaras, the whole incredible indelible file of our past lives, and whether or not you believe in past lives, no worries about that. You have many more to figure it out. Past karmas surface at such time as we are forced to resolve ancestral memories, past life, samskaras or imprints. Within, so that we may grow and move forward with the specific unknown, whatever that may be. For me, being a fast, forward-moving individual all of my life, conquered so many devastating passages, such as ovarian cancer, and now, being a target of vicious activities by a covert huge covert well-armed group of individuals everywhere i go in the world so far-reaching so many millions spent upon the devious art of destruction but the way in which we eradicate these oftentimes fearsome and grotesque experiences at whichever level of experience we are experiencing and thankfully you're not experiencing what I have been in the last decade. The way that we have to eradicate these fearsome and grotesque experiences when we would rather jump off a cliff than face them is to call upon the willingness of our life-sustaining energy for self-peace. It is always within us. It is always reachable. I can swear to that. We must create inner space to breathe. By inner space, I mean chuck out the worries, chuck out what it is we cannot figure the unknown, chuck out as much as we can call upon ourselves to understand what is delusional, let us rid that too. And we can say that we can't always know what escapes us, what is so delusional. Call upon that friend, that good friend, not the ones that claim to be your friend and then be complicit with things that are dishonest and deceitful those that you can truly trust, the one or two people in your life that you can reach out in conversation, in communion with, to feel through the maze of mystery that may be disturbing you. We have to create this inner space in order to breathe, And taking the time to deliberately breathe in yogic breaths or simply to inhale and exhale with long inhalation and longer exhalation can begin to create that inner space and lead us to clarity of what we need to do next. To cultivate a few daily practices which we call sadhana in Sanskrit, that remind us of our innate power to heal and to nourish and to be whole. Because regardless of what is being put upon us, we are always whole. Whole in spirit, whole in body and whole in mind. And the body does decay. That is part of its nature. But the spirit is illimitable. It is infinite. It is what we call bliss. And that is where we can sit in the stillness of our own wholesomeness, in the salubrious environment of our inner world, when the mind is not riddled with worries and worrisome details. We occupy a lot of the mind space with worries, concerns, about things that are very real. In my case, I know that what is happening. I never understood why it's happening, but there again, past life karmas, ancestral memories, stuff that needed to be rooted out. For my own self, the lessons I must learn. But the mere savagery of these actions sometimes lead to that compilation of worry and then I understand as I sit and breathe that the worries and the forethought of what might come again and it does of course come again will not help me to create a bigger and vaster sense of space within myself so with prayer I ask for the worries to be released, and that is a divine practice. If you have lost a loved one or lost something that was precious to you, and I don't mean in the material world, but for those of us who are going through the detritus of fires and losing our homes and losing our family, for those of us who are in war-torn environments, losing our children our spouses our parents and our minds just breathe breathe in to create inner space continue to breathe through it all and while this memory of self-healing and self-peace can certainly be dimmed by the actions and activities around us, especially negative ones, dimmed by the sheer force of wars and battery. We can reclaim it and reclaim it until it is fully reclaimed, and that is our light, our ability to self-peace, which never leaves us. It's more than a survival instinct. It is part of the humanity that we were given at birth when we took to human form, however many eons ago that was. So we must eradicate the root cause of karmas as they keep showing their ugly heads, those ugly heads that create difficulties for us. But not all karma have ugly faces. But when we are looking at ghastly events that personally and communally and familiarly affect our lives, when we are looking at the carnal ground of bones and skulls and guts and gore, let us remember that we need to breathe and we need to build and strengthen and fortify this deep calmness through a positive detachment, not denial of our reality, but the detachment from being victimized by circumstances we cannot control. Our world is rift with wars, Russia invading Ukraine, a military action that will change the political landscape of Europe, and therefore the world. We have been witnessing so many wars always existing in our culture. Even before World War I, we have not or ever had a time in our world without a war, or many wars, breaking out impending conflict of China's aversion against Taiwan. China's increased military assertiveness and greater level of armed provocation in the Taiwan Strait and elsewhere around China's periphery, including India, in recent years. We have had A similar irredentism actions in our past, which include Nazi Germany's claim on the Sudetenland of Czechoslovakia, the Megali idea that sought to create a greater Greece, China's desire to reincorporate the territories lost during periods of historical weakness, Somalia's invasion of Ethiopia it- during the Ogaden War, the attempt by Hungary to reverse the 1920 Treaty of Trianon and reclaim territories in Slovakia, Romania, Yugoslavia during World War, War II, the conflict between Armenia and, as Azerbaijan over the Armenian populated Nagorno-Karabakh region. Colombia, Myanmar, Syria are in the midst of civil wars as well as Libya and Mali and not to mention the war on drugs in Mexico, Colombia and elsewhere. By definition the United States have been involved in many of these wars as well five places right now iraq afghanistan pakistan somalia and yemen so yes wars have been our constant companion for many many centuries now and so as These environments, bitter, destructive environments of war continue and escalate around us as viruses and phenomenal diseases as a direct result of the battering we have done upon Mother Earth herself, engineered bad sciences that cost her so much pain which we reflect as her children we are the humanity that reflect mother earth we are one with her and therefore whatever is put upon her is put upon us and so with all of these bitter realities surfacing escalating around us, let us understand that almost always from the beginning of time we have been in a state of war. Not that we accept that, but we must accept that, but we must also do something other than respond to it in suffering and angst, especially when we lose those that we love. And our homes and abodes and our country and our community are in shattered pieces. Let us understand that we must breathe through it. We must reach that inimitable, innate space within us that each one of us is given as a human person the ability to breathe into our self-peace, into an acceptance of the unknown, into an acceptance of not knowing what the world has in store for us tomorrow, not knowing which of the past karmas are rising up in our own lives. But if we stay with the practice of self-calm, and self-peace, distancing ourselves from being victimized and feeling as we are being victimized. Yes, we are being put upon. Yes, this is all unjust and unfair, brutal and egregious. And an absolute shame upon our own humanity that any of it really ever happens that evil thrives in our lives, around our lives, regardless of our prayers and our good intentions. Know that the rescue, the recovery of awareness, lies in our ability to reclaim self-peace, that is, ahimsa. Peace be your journey, and thank you for listening.